Sage. Hi, Danny. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good. Um, welcome, welcome back, back everyone. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Honestly, how dare you? Um, I j- I'm gonna take some of your lines okay. when you least expect it. Pretty good. Yeah, that's my like main line. I'll, I'll throw you a fruit, fr- a fruit, a fruit rotten's. What? A few rotten's. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'll allot you <coughs> two free rotten's. Two this free episode. rotten's? Yeah. Okay. I'll take them when you least expect them. <laughs> thank you. Okay, to throw you <laughs> off your game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um, welcome back, everyone. Danny's a dick. Nothing's changed. No. no. Although, maybe Danny's not a dick because I forgot to upload our episode and she did do that. Um, so thank you. So obviously, um, as you may know, I upload episodes and Danny edits them, among other things. Um, and she texted me on Wednesday when our detour was supposed to be up and was like, hey, just let me know when the detour's up so I can post the Instagram thing. And I was like, nope, I'm at work. I didn't fucking do it. (laughs) I didn't even think about doing it. Uh, it wasn't even in my brain because I thought it was Tuesday. So... Thank you for that. Save the podcast. Save my life. I was also at work. (laughs) That's why I don't upload. Yeah, Danny's always at work at that time. Although I've been having... No, I haven't. I always work Wednesdays, usually. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, Who are we, Danny? We're the heck... Oh my god, yeah, you're right. (laughs) We're the heck. We're the heck. Welcome. (laughs) Um, How was your guys' week? Everyone, take a minute, pause the podcast right here, er, pause, Skirt. and talk about your day. Or I guess, talk about your day, pause, now. Pause. Unpause, repause, it's sunny out. I'm oh so my happy. god, it's so beautiful. It's supposed to rain next week, but <sighs> it's like 21 degrees here. It's beautiful. It's 25 in Chilliwack. Damn. Yeah, wow. yeah, I know. I was like driving around and like I had like a little sweat bead on my forehead and I was like, yes. Exactly I forgot because la- so last summer mm-hmm. I was we were on lockdown during the summer mm-hmm. um so I forgot what it's like to have to wear a fucking mask in the heat it's not even that hot yet holy shit I was dying I'm trying to remember if I was wearing a mask last summer that's when we were on like full ass lockdown my work reopened like in August I guess last summer I'm not, I don't think I wore a mask to work last summer. No, I don't think you did. You imp- Your guys' work implemented masks, like, really late. Yeah. I remember that. Because my work closed a year ago this month. Like right. My, oh, no, right, last month. Right, my right, work right. closed in March. Mm-hmm. We were closed from, like, March to July, I think. Mm-hmm. Or March. Like, yeah, it was fucking wild. Okay, yeah. Um, Bring it back. I remember that. Bring back the lockdown. Oh, yeah. I've been telling everyone. That I'm turning tw- 25 this year because I thought I was and I was so bummed about it. I was thinking about because uh, about going back to school. I was like, I'm going to be 30 almost when I fucking finish my bachelor. Like, this sucks. And then I was like, wait, I turn at 24, bitches. Oh, my God. I'm still young. And I'm just very happy with myself and for myself. You're funny. Yeah, I'm just dumb. <laughs> So, should we get into it? Yeah, fuck, we're like 15 <laughs> minutes in of just shit-talking work as usual. <laughs> you guys like it. Don't yeah. lie. <laughs> okay. So, today, 
we're going to be talking about the one, the only, Ricardo Richard Munez Ramirez. All right. All right. I I even left a name out of there. Did you even? I don't know if you did tell me that. I did. I said Richie. Oh, okay. I see. Richie, I see. Oh, I see. Okay. So let's dive in. So I will say, disclaimer, Mm -hmm. um, I am not going to be going, for anybody that knows this case, I would be surprised if you didn't, if you're listening to a true crime podcast, but there was a lot of botched police work. Um, I'm not going to be going too heavy into that because you can watch the Netflix documentary if you want to just watch the cops cover their ass for all the shit that they did wrong. Um, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be going into him and his crimes, really. Not all the shit that they fucked up behind the scenes. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so, Ricardo Leve... Le- Le- oh, fuck. I even asked Nico how to pronounce this and I already forgot. Leva? Leva, yeah. Ricardo Leva Munoz. Mun- <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is going to be a rough one, guys. Uh, Richard Ramirez. <laughs> February 29th he's a leap year baby a leap year baby leap so year baby. he was actually he's actually only like seven now maybe that more is? than that he's he was born in 1960 oh, okay he's also dead um but he <laughs> was born in El Paso Texas yeah. uh he was the youngest of five children born to Mexican immigrants Mercedes and Julian Ramirez Ramirez's four siblings were all born with birth defects Ranging from respiratory difficulties to bone deformities. Were they incest babies? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. They sound like incest babies. Yeah, they kind of do. I mean, their parents... Mm. Well, his mom seems like pretty nice. There's not really a lot of... Can't be that nice. His, his dad's bad. Richard... Rem- yeah, oh, okay. I guess. Well, his dad is pretty bad. And I, yeah. we'll get into it. I blame the cousin. I, say, I guess you'll... Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, right. I yeah. know about the cousin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Well, I don't blame the cousin. But you blame I blame the, the dresser. We'll say that. Um, <laughs> so they were all deformed because of chemical fumes that their mother was exposed to while pregnant because she was working at a boot factory. Not good working conditions. Mm. So very unfortunate. That um, causes the deformities. Yeah. So when Ramirez was only two years old, a dresser fell on his head and knocked him unconscious and caused a large forehead laceration that required 30 stitches. That's a lot of fucking stitches. That is a lot of stitches. Um, Because like seven to ten is a lot of stitches. 30 on a two-year-old? Yeah, that's too many. God damn. Um, Three years later, at the age of five, he was... (laughs) I shouldn't laugh. (laughs) I just want to... I wish I was there. Uh, He was hit by a swing in the head. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I've been in the head with a swing. I mean, I wasn't unconscious. I'm imagining it's a wooden swing. Because I was hit in the head with, like, a rubber swing. Ooh. Yeah, anything. I've been hit in the head with a rubber swing before, too. The fucking It hurts. hurts I mean, it did so knock me bad. out. So, like, that's why I'm assuming it was probably a wooden swing. Probably, This was, yeah. like, 65, so. Yeah, or maybe it was even metal back then. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, and then at the age of six, he began to have seizures and was diagnosed with a temporal lobe, sorry, with temporal lobe epilepsy. Yeah, that's um, called head trauma. Yes, ma'am. It was also at this age that he witnessed his father, who he described as having a violent temper, beat his older brother, Reuben. Ooh. Yes. Um, 
their household was very strict, very Catholic, and he did go on to become an altar boy. According to the Herald Sun, uh, his classmates thought that he seemed a bit unusual, but overall he was a good student. Um, although at the age of nine, he did begin, be- began, begin, begin, begin. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> begin to I'm proud isolate of you, though. Thank you. Um, to isolating himself and was later described as a little bit of a loner. Mm-hmm. In an attempt to escape his father's unpredictable fits of rage, he began to sleep in a nearby cemetery. Why you chose uh, that location? Um, this was at the age of ten. Also. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't understand the cemetery thing. I maybe like a park. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just um, anything besides the cemetery. I guess maybe security there. So they I don't think sure in the sixties there was. There were not that grave robbings. Did, haven't they always had like guards at cemeteries? Um, uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I was but born in the nineties. It's still stupid. <laughs> it's still dumb. Yeah, I, don't, I don't. I mean, he was ten. And he had, well, like, ten year old. I was brain saying, I guess he had brain trauma. <laughs> um, and at the age of twelve, he started hanging out with his older cousin Miguel who went by the name of Mike. And this is when his violent streak began. Mike, who had recently come back from fighting in the Vietnam War, would tell his younger cousin gory stories um, and talk about military tactics like killing and stealth, and he would even show him graphic photos of the torture and mutilation he had inflicted on several Vietnamese women. He was only 12. Mike was not 12. Mike was a grown-ass man. Uh, Richard was 12. Um, It was said that he became sexually aroused by these photos, as most serial killers do when they see dead things. Um, Gross. Yeah. Things really started to spiral from there. At the age of 12, Ramirez threw a rock through his neighbor's window, and his mother only shrugged when she found out. (laughs) She really didn't give a fuck. Um, Yeah. The following year, at the age of 13, Ramirez witnessed Mike fatally shoot his wife, Jessie, in the face with a revolver. What the fuck? Mm. Yeah. So, in the years that followed, he started picking locks, opening windows, um, and stalk and hunt rabbits, coyotes, and birds. All your classic serial killer children activities. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Ooh, also, whoa, classic serial killer children activities. Speaking of which, sorry, this just like brought back a memory for me. There was this kid. Fuck this kid. Um, He used to live beside Jade. He was a little shit. He was the worst kid ever. We all hated him because he was so fucking mean. He used to like throw rocks at us. Like not like pebbles, like fucking rocks, like launch them at us. We didn't know him. (laughs) He would shoot us with BB guns. What? Yeah, this kid was fucking nuts. Um, a couple years ago, he got arrested for literally murdering somebody. <gasps> up north. Yeah. Not fucking surprised <gasps> at all. Yeah, oh he like God. shot somebody and killed... Or no, he stabbed somebody to death. That's oh my God! Yeah. I mean, shooting someone is bad, obviously, but... Stabbing's a little bit more up close it's and personal. It's so personal. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's fucked. We, we like... Me and Jade found out, we were like, not even fucking surprised. This kid yeah. was nuts. Even my mom, like... He, he fucking shot my mom with a BB gun when she was, like, walking oh. the dog. Yeah, my mom was like, what the fuck? That's and he, like, ballsy. laughed and, like, ran away. She's like, it, what? literally, what the fuck? Like, he was fucked. From, like, the, and he was, like, 
I want to say we were at the time we were probably like 12 or 13 and he was like two or three years younger than us mm-hmm. and he like had no fucking friends he would like always do this Aww. yeah I mean, you're obviously you're a garbage bag, but also, yeah, mm. Yeah, fucking weird. Um, someone shot my brother with a BB gun on the way home. Oh god, I thought you were gonna say someone shot my brother. I was like, (laughs) oh yeah, Jonas (laughs) is dead. Uh, So I forgot to mention that before. (laughs) Oh my god, (gasps) they found a dead body at the Rotary Trail today, which is like in Sardis. It's not her. No, it was like I guess there was a shooting across the street from an elementary school. Jesus. I guess it's related. Yeah. If you're going to have a shooting. It's fucking crazy, Don't do it Danny. by an elementary school. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fair. I agree. Just don't. There was a don't. shooting by my work. Fucking oh. random, right? There was like a drive-by shooting down there. A drive-by? Yeah. That's so scary. Yeah. I don't know why, but a drive-by to me is more scary than, I don't know, a regular shooting. Is yeah. it? Maybe I just think about drive-bys less so they feel scary. I just feel like you're in a car so you can, like, get away easier than you yeah, could on foot. Totally. Yeah, wild. Freaking wild, mate. Um, so it was only a matter of time as a teen... Uh, sorry, it was only a matter of time before he began stealing and entering homes through unlocked windows. Mm-hmm. He eventually was sent to the Texas Youth Camp for Juvenile Delinquents after dropping out of high school and getting out of Juvenile Delinquent Camp. Uh, he moved to Los Angeles. So, yeah. So his first victim, Mm -hmm. um, this girl was, so they didn't know that he killed her until 2009. Um, But I'm doing it all in sequential order. So we're starting with her. It was nine-year-old Mei Leung, a Chinese-American girl. She was murdered in the basement of the San Francisco hotel where Ramirez was living. The Cecil Hotel. She was raped and stabbed to death before yeah. Ramirez hung her body from a pipe. Sorry. We're starting the bad stuff very early. Yeah, Massive trigger wow. warning. Sorry. My, my apologies. We're in it. Yeah, I We're just fucking it. jumped right into that. Um, yeah. Trigger warning. All right. That's okay. Um, Listen, if you're listening to the podcast, you should know by now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this was at the Cecil Hotel. Um, she was raped and stabbed to death before Ramirez hung her body from a pipe. Ugh, um this was not that. yeah awful this i was mean not, obviously but yeah this was not initially identified as being a part of his crime spree however in 2009 his dna matches a sample sorry his dna matched a sample attained from the crime scene and it was connected to him in 2016 officials disclosed that a, sus- a, s- <laughs> a second suspect was likely present due to DNA evidence, but they were never publicly identified due to the lack of evidence. So there was somebody else there when she was murdered, um, possibly involved in her murder. I mean, I'm assuming if he's raping and stabbing a nine-year-old that they're not just standing there (sighs) observing. Um, But yeah, there wasn't enough evidence, so nobody knows who this person is. Okay. So his second murder was on June 28th of 1984. It was Jenny Vincow. She was 79. She was found murdered in her Los Angeles apartment and nearly decapitated. What? Yeah. Um, his fingerprints were found on a window screen that he used to enter her apartment. So he knocked the screen out of the window and they had a fingerprint from there. Um, Ooh, I just got... Yeah. Ugh. His murders... Like, I didn't realize how close together they all were. Like, mm. th- when they say a fucking spree. Mm-hmm. So that was June 28th. 
Yeah. Um, of 84. So now we have March 17th of 85. This is when his serial murders begin. So he attacked Maria Hernandez, age 22, outside of her home in Rosemead, California. He shot her in the face, but she survived after the bullet ricocheted off her set of keys that she held up when he aimed the gun at her. How fucking lucky. Honestly. I didn't even know bullets could ricochet off keys. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> I know think keys that was were that strong. Honestly, stroke of fucking luck. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, however, her roommate, Dale Yoshi Ozaki, was also fatally shot in the head by Ramirez. An hour later, he headed to Monterey Park where he shot Sai Lian, I think that's how you say it. Um, also, they called her Veronica. Um, twice bef- after pulling her out of her car. Uh, this is when the media labeled him as the walk-in killer and the valley intruder. So that was mm-hmm. March 17th. On March 27th, mm-hmm. he entered a home in Whittier, California. Um, he had actually previously burglarized this home. And he fatally shot Vincent Charles Zazara, age 64, in the head while he was asleep. Um, okay, so it's all scary, but that is so scary yeah he literally went on march 17th he attacked somebody outside their house went to a park pulled a girl out of her car the same fucking day a completely Mm. different person and killed this girl and then 10 days later he did another break-in yeah um so yeah he shot him in the head while he was asleep uh his wife maxine was age 44 she woke up from the gunshot and he brutally beat her and searched her the room for valuables um maxine managed to escape the binds and grab a gun unfortunately it wasn't loaded um Aww. and ramirez shot her three times stabbed her gouged her eyes out put them in a jewelry box and left what yep i didn't um, know that he did stuff like that yes Oof. however he did leave the infamous footprints in the flower bed if you don't know about these footprints, this has to do with the botch police investigation. Um, this is the only thing I will get into about the botch investigation. Um, the shoe prints, these shoes. Sorry. I wrote it down on a piece of paper. So these a shoes, <laughs> they were avias. Avias. Um, there were only six size 11 shoes in the color black that were manufactured. Five of which went to Arizona, one of which went to Los Angeles. So he literally had the only pair of fucking shoes, these shoes, in this (laughs) color. And the police very nicely released that information to the media. Very kind of them. Very kind of them. Very considerate to Richie. Um, So So he bought new shoes. Obviously. He said, okay, what's the most popular pair of shoes in the world? Yeah. Buys a pair of Nikes. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's fun. <laughs> so then on May 14th of 85, he broke into Bill and Lillian Doy's home in Monterey Park. He shot Bill in the face, beat him unconscious, and then bound Lillian and searched their home for valuables and raped her. Uh, Lillian survived, but unfortunately, Bill later died in the hospital. On May 29th of 1985, he drove a stolen car to... Mon- Monrovia, California, and broke into Mabel Bell and Florence Lang's home. Um, they were sisters. They were like 80 also. Aww. 
He attacked Lang with a hammer and bound her in the bedroom. And then he bound and attacked Belle. He used Belle's lipstick to draw a pentagram on her body and on the walls of their bedrooms after raping her. The women were found two days later, still alive, but unfortunately Belle passed away due to her injuries. Um, he literally beat them unconscious with a hammer. Jesus. Awful. Um, so yeah, that was May 29th. On May 30th, he drove a stolen car to Burbank and broke into Carol Kyle's home. He bound Carol and her son, age 11, then had the son point out where all the valuables were. He raped Carol and then fled. Uh. July 2nd, so he took like a month off. Yeah. Um, he drove the stolen car to Arcadia, California, to Mary Louise Cannon's home. He knocked her out with a lamp and then stabbed her with a knife from her kitchen, and she was later found dead. July 5th, uh, he headed to Sierra Madre, California, where he attacked Whitney Bennett, age 16, with a tire iron while she was asleep. He then tried to strangle her with a telephone cord, but the cord spark sparked and broke, and, ben and Bennett managed to catch her breath. Um, he panicked and fled the scene believing that Jesus had saved her. Um, thankfully, she did survive the attack. Only to have fucking traumatic PTSD yeah. for the rest of her Horrendous goddamn life. Horrendous PTSD. Uh, so two days later, on July 7th, he broke into Joyce Lucille Nelson's uh, home in Monterey Park. He burglarized her home and beat her to death, leaving shoe prints on her face and on her alarm clock. He then entered Sophie Dickman's home the same night and handcuffed her at gunpoint, raped her, and stole her jewelry. He told her to swear to Satan that he stole everything of value in her home. Um, yeah. She managed, it, iron, not ironically, but like coincidentally enough, um, her neighbor was a crime scene investigator. Mm -hmm. And this happened at like 3 in the morning, and her neighbor actually was outside in their hot tub with friends over. And she managed to get the bed to the window and, like, call for her neighbor. Really? Like, while she was handcuffed to the thing. Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, Good for you. And then she called um, the lead detective on this case and said that she thinks that the him? case that he's working on, that, like, this guy just attacked her neighbor. Yeah. Because it sounded exactly like everything that was going like on. That. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so then, what do we have? 13 days later, on July 20th, he bought a machete and drove a different stolen vehicle to Glendale, California, where he entered Leah and Maxon Neilding's home and killed them both using a machete and a gun. He proceeded to burglarize their home, then he drove to Sun Valley, broke into the, oh god, Co Covenanth home, and fatally shot Chainarong Covenanth and raped and beat some kid Kovanath and then bound her eight-year-old son and forced some kid to point out where the valuables are in the home. He also forced her to swear to Satan that she was not hiding any money. Oh. So Chainarong was the father, mm -hmm. uh, some kid was the mother. So the mother and the son survived. Again, just to have awful trauma for the rest of her life. Yeah. Um, then on August 6th, he broke into Chris and Virginia Peterson's home. He shot Virginia in the face and then shot Chris in the neck and tried to flee the scene. But Chris fought back, and uh, but Ramirez still managed to escape. Thankfully, the couple did survive. Two days later, on August 8th, he broke into Sakina and Elias Abelwath's home. 
and he fatally shot Elias, who was sleeping, and then handcuffed and beat and raped Sakina while demanding her jewelry. Um, he tied up their three-year-old son and then fled the scene. Um, Elias, unfortunately, did not survive the attack. Mm-hmm. And then nine days later, on August 17th, he had left Los Angeles and headed towards the San Francisco Bay Area, where mm-hmm. he broke into Peter and Barbara Pan's house, not to be confused with the Peter Pan. Um, no, of course not. He fatally <laughs> shot Peter in the head and beat and raped Barbara before fatally shooting her. He used her lipstick to draw a pentagram and write Jack the Knife on the bedroom wall. Eight days later, on August 25th, uh, he drove to Mission Viejo in a stolen orange Toyota and attempted to break into the Ramiro family home. James Ramiro, sorry, James Ramiro Jr.'s 13-year-old son heard Ramirez outside of their home and woke up his parents. Um, Ramirez fled the scene and the family managed to get a glimpse of the color and make of his car and part of the license plate number. Good job, buddy. Yeah, good fucking job, kid. Holy mm-hmm. shit, you are 13 years old and you literally saved your entire family. That same night, Ramirez broke into Bill Carnes and Inez Erickson's home. He shot Carnes three times in the head and told Erickson he is the night stalker and that she must swear to, swear to love Satan. After raping her, he told her, tell them that the night stalker was here. Erickson later gave officials a description of Ramirez, and they were able to find the stolen car in Los Angeles. There was a single fingerprint on the mirror that matched Ramirez. We now know who you are, and soon everyone else will, officials say when releasing a 1984 mugshot of his. There will be no place you can hide. Um, all the, obviously, everybody knows this but all of the people who survived um this man had coke for breakfast every morning yeah coke and sugary (laughs) cereal Mm -hmm. um his teeth were completely fucking rotten out of his mouth yeah literally disgusting garbage breath garbage teeth nasty um should have called him the garbage teeth killer yeah literally how dare you give him a name like the night stalker yeah, that's badass. Yeah. But this guy is awful. Yeah, I don't want you to, like, feel fucking cool, BTK. Yeah. Night Stalker. Fuck you. Garbage BTK tea. named himself. He's just a baby back bitch who named himself. Man Scout. Wait, you can fucking tie knots? Man Scout? Man Scout. Well, he's not a Boy Scout. Oh. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> um, so, then on August 31st of 1985... Ramirez took a bus to Tuscan, Arizona to visit his brother. He returned to California the next morning with his mugshot all over the newspapers, which, of course, he noticed it. Suck a dick, yep. dumb shit. Um, he, attempt to, he attempted to carjack a woman's vehicle, but a group of bystanders pursued him. One managed to hit him in the head, and they pinned him down until police arrived. Yeah. Fucking citizen's arrest. I um, love that. I have a story. <laughs> so I found this man. His name is Joseph Greenger. Um, I don't know if this is like a novel. I couldn't find a book. It just, everywhere I was looking, it just called it a publication. Um, mm-hmm. This man wrote a fucking story about this and it just made me laugh. So I'm going to read it for you. Do it. So it is called Night Stalker Richard Ramirez from the Bowels of Hell. 
The bowels. The bowels of hell. <laughs> From hell's butthole. <laughs> yeah. Um, weaving through a Spanish-speaking neighborhood that he knew so well, which had suddenly turned so forbidding, he made his way... Uh, he made his way... Cir- circuit? Circuitously? Circuit... Fuck. Circuitously? Cir- circuitously. Um, how do you spell it? C-I-R-C-U-I-T-O-U-S-L-Y. Circuitously? Uh, you said a lot of letters and my brain doesn't want to accept them, so yes. Uh, I'm just gonna circuit? Say, sure. Like, you know, like a circuit? Like a fitness yeah. circuit? O-U-S-L-Y. Circuitously? Yeah, circuitously. Circuitously? circuitously. Yeah. Corner after corner on the 800 block of Mott Street. It was the beginning of the Labor Day weekend and residents were out this sunny morning. Streets and porches brimmed with early risers with strollers and shoppers on their way to shopping and dog walkers being yanked by their pets into the nearest fire hydrant. After heads turned in his direction, there seemed to be a neon sign above him directing their attention to the gauntly, ugly, pock-marked face they had just seen all over their cup... Sorry, they had just seen over their cup of java at the breakfast table. And they cried again, El Matador, it's him, the killing one, the killing machine. When he ran, several of them waved down passing police cars and pointed in the direction of the Night Stalker's flight. When other residents phoned a few moments later, later claiming they had seen the fug- fugitive a few bo- blocks away in Euclid and Garnett, seven squads were dispatched to the scene. Street after street of squads fanned out, following residents' leads along zigzag courses. One, maybe even two or three people might be wrong. The police <laughs> ascertained, but not an entire neighborhood. The cops knew they had their man. They knew he was turned in by his own people. <laughs> Very poetic of you, Joseph. That is dramatic say. as hell. It's, it's so much longer. Oh my god! I'm not. He gonna was turned <laughs> in by his own people. I know they're not his people. Also, yeah, this man had saying, no people. Um, yeah, that's a lot. Uh, oh, there's like literally two pages more of just this pursuit of okay. him being chased. Yeah, I'm that's too much for me. Not gonna read it all, but I was no. trying to read it last night to Nico, and I was just laughing so hard. I was like, <laughs> "How did you turn this like?" murderer being caught into like into some like, like action novel what yeah honestly <laughs> yeah especially with it being so long um, they chased it ends him with him saying cuffed and shoved into the back seat of a squad car the night stalker brushing filthy tears from his cheek made a strange request of the arresting deputy shoot me now i don't <laughs> deserve to live did he really say that I, this I mean, is the only true, story that said that <laughs> Yeah, I feel like he might have been taking creative liberties. Brushing filthy tears from his cheeks. Yeah. I gotta say, uh, even in Richard Ramirez, tears aren't inherently dirty. No. He's just dirty. Yep. Um, so in July 1988, the jury selection bega- began for Ramirez's trial on July 22nd. His, at his first appearance, he yells the infamous, Hail Satan, and he has a pentagram on his hand. I'm nice. sure we've all seen this photo. <laughs> Um, on August 14th of 88, his trial was delayed. Hello. (laughs) Um, his trial was was delayed because one of the jurors was a no-show. Sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah, so the trial was delayed because one of his jurors was a Mm no-show. Uh, Phyllis Singletary was later found shot and killed in her apartment. The jury wondered if Ramirez was behind her death, but it was later determined that her boyfriend killed her and then committed suicide. 
fuck that guy also. Yeah, fuck you. Literally, fuck you, man. Mm-hmm. What the hell? She's literally... Like, Des and I were talking about murder-suicides earlier, actually. Because oh, a couple of years ago, there was a murder-suicide in Chilliwack. Uh, where this guy killed, like, his sister, his daughter, his wife, and then set his house on fire. If you are unhappy, kill yourself. I mean, don't kill yourself <laughs> 99.9% of the time. But if the plan is to kill your family and then kill yourself, just skip the... Mi- just kill yourself, man. Fuck you. Yeah, don't... If you're thinking about killing yourself, don't do it. You're beautiful and you deserve to be here. Unless you're about to kill your family first and then yourself. And then just... Just do yourself, guys. Or just get help, I guess, is also an option. Yeah. Just don't... No death. Stop it. Um, so on September 20th of 89, Ramirez was convicted of 13 counts of murder, 5 attempted murders, 11 sexual assaults, and 14 burgu- burglaries. Putting burglaries. 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 <laughs> burglaries. Um, burglaries. <laughs> putting him on death row. Um... He told Deputy Sheriff Jim Ellis, I love to kill people. I love watching them die. I would shoot them in the head and they would wiggle and squirm all over the place and then just stop. Or I would cut them with a knife and watch their faces turn real white. I love all that blood. I told one lady to give me all her money. She said no. So I cut and pulled her eyes out. Mm. It's nothing you'd understand, but I do have something to say. In fact, I have a lot to say. But now is not the time or place. I don't know why I'm wasting my time or my breath, but what the hell. As for what is said of my life, there has been lies in the past and there will be lies in the future. I don't believe in the hypocritical moralist, moralistic dogma of this moralistic. so called... Moralistic? Mor- 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 <laughs> 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 Fuck English. Um, I don't believe in the hypocritical moralistic dogma of this so-called civilized society i need not look beyond this room to see all the liars haters and killers and crooks and the paranoid cowards truly um tremidotes of the earth this man recited this shit he fucking practiced this there's no way yeah, he just did totally. this on a whim he wrote it down in his cell literally <laughs> yeah no 100 percent. i believe it um you maggots make me sick hypocrites one and all and no one knows that better than those who kill for the policy clan, clan, clandestinely, <laughs> clandestinely or openly, as do the governments of all the worlds, which kill in the name of God and country for whatever reason they deem appropriate. I think he's talking about disliking the death penalty, and I hate to say I agree with you, but I, I like low-key agree with you, but like not on the level that you're on, Richie. Um I don't need to hear all of society's realizations. I've heard them all before, and the facts remains. That's what it is. Yeah, unfortunately, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not entirely wrong. Are you he's a terrible right. person? Garbage bag, garbage yeah. breath. Yes, but it is a little bit hypocritical. It is. Yeah. Okay, let's get that out of the way. You still suck. Yeah, you still fucking suck. I still don't like you. I don't want to say I agree with you. I don't disagree with you. But I don't I'm, want to agree with Richard Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that is his murders. Um, now we're going to dive into, if you did not know, this man's got married in prison. <laughs> oh, he sure did. In prison. Was his new wife kind of hot? No. Oh, what? No, dude. She looks fucking old. Oh, oh my god, I have photos of them together. You know, okay, I'll send them to you. Um 
that you know those like really shitty photos that like awkward people take like those awkward couple photos yes that's what they fucking look like they do look like that i'm looking right now yeah like they're like holding hands so and she's like old like i don't know how much older she is than him but like man not you know that he killed her. a lot of people hey oh just you, know you wait dude i okay i'm gonna get into it and then i'll tell you why fuck doreen um, Although I think didn't I think that people like liked him they thought he was oh like, my god but did I not tell you about that like a Richard Ramirez fan page followed us I blocked them ew what <laughs> yeah like literally people fucking love him like what was it called I want to look them up um I don't remember it was so long ago damn it I'm so sorry Danny it was a lo- it was a long time ago but like yeah people fucking love him like they think he's so hot I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um, he, I mean, like, okay. Let's... He's okay. not hot. He just has a jawbone. I'm going to say it. You know what? Just because a man is tall That's and has a fucking fair. jawbone doesn't mean he's hot. Please, ladies. Sta- ladies and gentlemen. Standards. standards. Come on. Just because he has a jawbone. That's funny. True, though. That's. I was looking at him and I was like, yeah, but he has a strong jaw. No, that's it. Just because... Yeah, literally... Is he hot or is he just tall? Oh my god, that's my life. That is my life. <laughs> I have that problem with beards. Anytime I see a man with that's a beard, I'm like, oh! and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> is he hot or does he just have a beard? I fucking love beards. The hottest guy in the world shaves off his beard and then he doesn't have a jawbone or jawline yeah. at all. And it, yeah, it's it's weird. And then okay, they have, like, weird you, baby faces. You're mad that girls wear makeup? You can grow a beard on half of your yeah. damn face. My makeup doesn't like entire. My makeup covers my face. Sheer. Sheer and light. Yeah. Your beard fully fucking covers everything. That's a full coverage bullshit. I don't know what's under there. You can yeah. have no jaw. You can be one of those like neck face people. Yeah. I ex- wouldn't know. Yeah. My ex-boyfriend in high school, um, he, from the day that I met him, had like a full beard. Um, in high school? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. <laughs> he was he was a bearded and it was not like a scraggly it was like a full he was bearded in wow yeah yeah that's totally. impressive yeah no it was great i loved it um but so the entire time we dated for like like we were knew each other and like we're hanging out for i would say like a total of maybe like close to two years and then we were dating for like a year and, and a half ish um but for like the first year of knowing him, I'd never seen him without a beard in my life because I'd only ever known him with a beard. And then we went on vacation with his family and he shaved his beard off. And I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, I actually, it was so weird because I literally told him, I was like, I feel like I'm kissing someone else. Like, I feel like I'm not kissing my boyfriend. It's so weird. Like, beards are the ultimate facial changing makeup. Okay. Literally. Your beard does more than my fucking thick black eyeliner does yeah. for me. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, that anecdote. No, it's just okay. weird. It's crazy. Beards are wild. Every time Nico shaves wild. his beard, I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back! <laughs> <laughs> you look like a child. I mean, I also do love mm-hmm. the beard privilege mm-hmm. of never getting ID'd if I'm out with Nico. If I'm out uh-huh. alone or if I'm out with my friends, I always get ID'd. If I'm out yeah. with Nico, never fucking nope. get ID'd. Literally, <laughs> Not even at the liquor store. 
I've been getting ID'd a lot lately, yeah. and every time they don't the believe that I'm the well, they don't think I'm the one in the picture. Like they always like they always make me pull my mask down, and they always look between the photo and me like five times. I put it away once, and he was like, "No, can you pull it back out again?" It's crazy. I think I have to get a new picture. <laughs> I think I have bangs in my photo. Oh shit! I have bangs in mine too. That's yeah. probably why. Anyways, um, okay, Doreen. <laughs> On to Doreen. So. Um, during his incarceration at San Quentin State Prison, Ramirez found love beyond the iron bars. I hate you. Yep. Um, and he married his pen pal, Doreen. I think it's Leo, Leoy? Leoy? L-I-O-Y. Leoy? Sure. Yeah, we're going with it. Loy, maybe? I don't know. Uh, Doreen lived in Burbank, California, and was a former magazine editor. This bitch wasn't like some like down on her fucking luck random like nothing better to do she had like a full-time fucking career career ass job mm-hmm. um after richard ramirez's courtroom proceedings were televised the twisted murderer started gathering fans and began communicating with them via letters Ugh. don't ever do that i mean don't i'm all for prison it. pen pals have a fucking prison pen don't have a serial killer prison pen pal a rapist serial yeah. killer like that's the thing that's the thing like i mean i don't get it uh, on a serial killer standpoint, I wouldn't want to fall in love. I wouldn't want to marry a serial killer. But he's not just a serial killer. Yeah. He's a, he's a fucking serial rapist. rapist. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Um, so, however, he found his biggest fan to be Doreen. Fuck you, Doreen. Yep. Uh, and they would write letters to each other on a daily basis. They started communicating in 1985, and she wrote him 75 love letters during his incarceration. Gross. Yep. That's like 75 too many. Disgusting. They started um, seeing each other quite regularly, and she would visit about four times a week. The fact that this man had four days a week for fucking visitations. What? Disgusting. You should not be allowed to get married if you're like a serial killer. Fuck you. If you're in prison, you're a serial killer? No. What do you want? Happiness? Fuck you. Too bad. You killed a bunch of people. How many husbands of wives did you kill? How many wives of husbands did you kill? You don't get to have a wife now. now? Fuck you. you. That's not fair. Totally. Um, Totally. As the years passed, an unlikely romance blossomed between the pair until Ramirez proposed to her in 1988. In 1996, they officially tied the knot at California. California. (laughs) Good old California. (laughs) California's San Quentin State Prison. The ceremony was attended by the demonic killer's brother, sister, niece, and lawyers. The fact that his family came is also just, wow, crazy. Um, Doreen told Cron 4 at the time, which is a news outlet, um, I can't help the way the world looks at him. They don't know him the way I do. Bitch, they f- sure they fucking know him better than you do. They know that he raped and murdered multiple people. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's all you need to that's know. That's all I need to know. You only um, needed to rape and murder one person. Literally. Okay. So their marriage lasted seven years. Uh, we're going to backpedal a bit here. Do you guys remember Mei Liang, the nine-year-old girl? Yes. So he wasn't convicted of her murder until 2009. Mm-hmm. That was really Was what that put the last Doreen straw? Over. Yeah, that was the last straw for her. Yeah, um, I mean, like, good that something got through to her, but like, but like, it shouldn't fucking take, like, so all the women and men and 
like all the women that he murdered, all the men that he murdered, all the women that he raped, all the children that he fucking traumatized by killing their parents in front of them. That didn't fucking matter. Like, yeah. really? That's what I mean. Like, it's good that something got Yeah, like, I'm not saying that what happened to May was worse, or not worse, like, wasn't as bad. It was, like, equally as bad and horrendous and awful. But, like, why was that what really was, like... Probably because she was so young. My God. (laughs) What the fuck? It's probably because she was so little. I guess. Like, she's a child. That was literally what... That was her final straw. Was him being convicted of that murder i wonder did he sign the divorce papers <laughs> he's like okay on yeah, to I the guess. next um so they got divorced in 2009 and on june 7th of 2013 he died at the age of 53 Suck um, a dick. he had health complications secondary to b-cell lymphoma um and he died at Ma- the marin general hospital in green bray california um, he was also affected by chronic substance abuse and chronic hepatitis C viral infection. Ew. I didn't know that there could be a chronic hepatitis yeah. C. That's fucking wild. It's not just regular hepatitis C. Chronic. What even is hep C? What is it? How uh, does it present? I only know hepatitis A and B. I don't know C. Here, I'm Googling it. Hepatitis C. Symptoms. Um, Shitting yourself. A viral infection that causes liver inflammation, sometimes leading to serious liver damage. Oh, probably Uh, from all the fucking drugs he did. Yeah, spreads through contaminated blood. He did a lot of coke. (laughs) So, uh, signs and symptoms include bleeding easily, bruising easily, fatigue, poor appetite, yellow discoloration of skin and eyes, dark colored urine, itchy skin, fluid buildup in your abdomen, swelling jaundice. Yeah. Weight loss, confusion, drowsiness, and slurred speech, spider-like blood vessels on your skin. I have some of these, but I don't think I have hep C. I bruise easily. Maybe not chronic hep C. I have easy bruising, fatigue. I have low iron. I have. That's also, you can have (laughs) fatigue, easy bruising, really yellow pee. What about spider-like blood vessels on your skin? Yeah, that can be from low iron. It can? Yep. Oh, well, I mean, I was born with those. Well, I'm relieved that I don't have hep C like fucking Richie. Yeah. So that is the story of Richard Ramirez. Fuck um, that guy. I've been watching, I actually, like, I started watching the Netflix docuseries, um, like, a long time ago when it first came out, and then I stopped because I was just annoyed because it's just them interviewing the police officers, and they, like, royally fucked up the investigation, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started rewatching it. I'm on episode two. If you want to watch it and, like, hear the police's side of the story and, like, how... (sighs) It just makes me really angry Mm -hmm. because basically the thing was was that they... There were so many different jurisdictions involved in Mm. the investigation and none of them wanted to share information with each other because they were being like, I need to be the one to catch him. Get your head out of your fucking ass. There is literally a man out there raping and killing people. Yeah. Your fucking ego and testosterone should not be factoring into this right now (laughs) by any means. Um, And that was like one of the main things was that they weren't sharing information with each other that they had. Mm -hmm. They were only they were like, this is our information. It's not fucking recess. It's not your fucking snack. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ. You know what that is? Fucking rotten. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's your first one. Where's the second yeah. one? It'll come. It'll, it'll come. come. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is the story of Richard Ramirez. Well, I'm glad he's dead. I'm not Me too. Lie. Garbage man, garbage, garbage teeth. Breath, garbage heart, <laughs> garbage soul. <laughs> um Thank you for that. Yeah, no no um, worries. Yeah, fuck that guy. I'm glad that that's not a thing anymore, the whole not sharing what yeah. happens between jurisdictions. Um, yeah, so. I guess. I guess we move on to some happies. Mm-hmm. I'm actually ready this week, too. <gasps> my oh happy my happened right before I stepped in the door. Nice. Yeah. You received a package. Nope. Oh. Do you want me to go first, or do you want to go? I'll go first, but I don't know what I have. Let me think for a minute. Okay. My happy. Hmm. What is my happy? Hmm. My happy is that it's 25 fucking degrees outside. Nice. That's That's my happy. It's gorgeous out. I'm going to the dog park tonight with my friend. With her dog, and I am just happy to soak up the sun and have a good time. That's Yay. my happy. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, my happy started off as a not happy. So those are the best kinds. Yeah. Um, so they're doing a lot of water main work outside of my house right now, and they're starting at. So I'm at the very end. I'm like the very end unit. I'm on the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and they started at the opposite end. And I've just been watching them fucking tear up everybody's yard. Like literally tear up everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck. Like this is going to be my yard. And I got to like clean my yard and like get all my shit out of there. It's just going to be a hassle. There's going to be literally going to be like tearing up my entire yard right outside of my fucking bedroom and right outside of my front lawn. Mm-hmm. Um, until I remembered that I have a bunch of fucking ferns and rocks in my yard that I've been wanting to get rid of for so long, but I haven't been wanting to do it myself. Mm-hmm. They're going to be doing it when they tear oh, up my yard. No, it's all yeah. going to be gone. I was like, happy. yes. My grandpa was like, well, just take down the fence and throw the rocks out there. I was like, I'm not fucking taking down the <laughs> fence and throwing the rocks over there. Yeah. Because that was the thing. Is like He's like, well, what are you going to do with the rocks? You don't want them. What are you going to do with them? I'm like, I don't no i just don't want them i just don't want them here because so half literally half my so half my yard is cement so i have a nice little area for a table and the other half is just rocks so i can't literally can't put anything there because it's fucking rocks Mm -hmm. and there's no and there's like these ugly ass dying ferns right in the middle yeah so like what the fuck am like i literally what i can't put anything there and like i don't know how to de-root ferns like massive ferns out of the ground i don't know how to i don't where do i put my rocks (laughs) i'm not i don't know how to get rid of rocks yeah, I don't, I don't know any movers. Also, Anyone I know any landscapers? Bet your ass there's going to be hella bugs under there, and I'm not prepared Ooh, to yeah. deal with that. Probably going to be centipedes. Um, yeah, they're going to deal with that for me. So, like, he yeah. can't, I was I was coming home today. Um, I'm, I, like, befriended the maintenance man. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, he's very nice. That's always a good thing to do. Yeah. He was like, I talked to Nico, your husband. I was like, yeah, my husband. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we who are married. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and he was like, yeah, like, and he, like, came in, and, like, we, like, talk every time I come home. But he I came was coming home today. House. Yeah, because he had to check. COVID friendly. Well, no, because they're, so, 
the issue with the water is that our water mains are breaking nice. everywhere. So they needed to check if we had the new ones, like, because yeah. they're replacing everybody's. Um, and apparently they already replaced ours in the house. Mm-hmm. So they won't have to come in the house, which is nice. They'll just nice. have to do shit outside. Um, but I was coming home today and he was like, yeah, like, we're, we're going to be tearing up your yard. Like, we'll probably be there, like, middle of next week. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, I was like, you're tearing up the whole yard? He's like, yeah, we're tearing up the whole yard and we'll like re-concrete it after. Like, hopefully that won't be an issue. And I was like, oh, I was like, get rid of my ferns. Get rid of these fucking rocks. I was like, yes. I didn't know that they were actually going to be like tearing up my yard. I thought you guys were just like, I don't know what, I don't know what I thought. So you want the entire thing to be concrete? Uh, yeah. Fair. Everybody else. Okay, because the other thing is, is like, I have like a massive oak tree right above my yard. So I get a lovely amount of disgusting brown soggy leaves in my yard. Ooh, nice. And I can't get rid of them because they fall on the fucking rocks. And, like, I can't get them out. Like, I can't rake them because then I'm just going to, I'm raking the rocks out of there. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So there's just all these gross leaves and, like, dead ferns and shit. Um, so I'm going to put, like, like, planter boxes instead. Like, I'm going to build, like, a corner oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's And, like, nice. have it be deep and, like, have, like, my flowers there. And then I can have my barbecue, not on rocks. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. I'm so excited. I'm happy for you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm stoked about it. Um, and I know you, and it's going to look great. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking excited. I've been wanting yeah. to get rid of these rocks for since I since moved, you moved in. in. <laughs> Literally since I moved in. So. Yeah. yeah, totally. A year later, somebody else is doing it for me. <laughs> Yes! It's getting dumb. Yeah, it's great. I'm so excited. Alright, everybody. I think that that's it for us for this episode. I think we talked a lot at the beginning. (laughs) Um, Danny. Yeah. Where can they find us? You can find us on Instagram at Silence of the Hags. Um, You can find us at silenceofthehags at gmail.com. No. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, all that good stuff. Or you can mm-hmm. just clink the link, clink the link, clink the link, <laughs> clink the link in our bio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can have multiple options. Perfect. All right, everyone. So this is Sage signing off saying Danny is rotten Thank at you. English. <laughs> <laughs> and bye-bye. bye-bye.